Sunday, those of us at the river, we had a great Sunday, had four young, four babies and children dedicated, and, and um, we prayed over Thomas as he's going to Valor Christian College. This week, he's already enrolled, of course, and we're going to be getting him there, and um, had a wonderful day yesterday. The presence of the Lord was, was in the house, and we were just so grateful, and um, here we are again for our full 180, and we are just going to take our communion. Don't forget, we're taking communion together, and um, every morning, every single morning. So what I want you to do is I want you to, um, let's pray. Let's just ask the Lord to, to, um, just wash us, cleanse us. Let's prepare ourselves to receive communion. We always just ask the Lord to just touch us, cleanse us, wash our sins, Lord, the sins of our mind, <clears throat> the sins of our heart. But right now, Jesus, we ask your forgiveness, Lord. I, I ask that you just forgive me, Lord. Wash me clean, Lord. If there's been anything in my mind, anything in my heart that has been displeasing to you, Lord, if I've done or said or reacted in any way that is not according to your word, not according to your will or your way, Lord. I just ask that you would wash me. Lord, that you would wash me. What is so, Lord, I just repent of the sins of my heart, Lord, the things, the deep secret things, Lord, if there are any in my life, Lord God, that you would just expose them with the light of your word and the light of your presence. Right now, Lord God, I just repent. Lord, we ask your forgiveness, Lord, that you would wash us white as snow. Lord, that you would purge us with hyssop, Lord, that you would that you would just put, put the blood over our doorposts of our life and our heart. Lord, I thank you for your forgiveness. I thank you for your blood, Lord. We thank you that you that you gave us salvation, Lord, that you give us salvation freely, Lord. It is a gift. It can't be earned, Lord. It is only by, by grace are we saved through faith. It is not of ourselves, Lord, but it is the gift of God, and we thank you for it. And right now, Lord... We thank you for your body that was broken for us, Lord Jesus. We thank you for your body that was broken for this, for, for our healing, Lord. That your body was broken, your back was, the stripes on your back for the healing of our sickness, Lord. The nail pierced your hands and pierced your sides, and you put a crown of thorns on your head, Lord. We remember, we, we, we memorialize your sacrifice, Lord, and we are grateful for it. And we ask right now, Lord, that you would just bless this. This, this representation of your body as we take it together in the name of Jesus. Let's take the bread together. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. And Lord, we thank you for your blood that was shed, Lord, for the, for the sins, for the forgiveness of the sins of the world. Lord, you bear the burden of all of our wrong, all of our iniquity, all of our sin, Lord, all of our shame you bore on the cross and your blood was shed so that we, so that we could have life and have life everlasting. We thank you, Lord. We remember today, we remember every day that you died on the cross for us and for all your children. Lord, we ask that you bless us as we take this 
to come. Let's, let's take the cup to the Lord. we thank you. We glorify you, Lord. We thank you for your, thank you for your love. Thank you for your sacrifice, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We glorify our King. We glorify the Master. We glorify the Savior, my Savior and the Savior of the world. Jesus, we exalt and lift your name high. There is no other name that is above your name. Your name is above all names. And we glorify and praise you today in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We'll praise the Lord our God and we right now we're going to go ahead and get into our reading we're going to do a little bit of heavy lifting today because it's Monday so I'm going to be reading pretty fast but just know that you may not remember everything but your heart and your spirit is catching is catching everything that's being said okay so let's go ahead <clears throat> we're in numbers 25 and this is the sin of Peor Israel settled and remained in Shittim, and the people began to play the prostitute with the women of Moab by being unfaithful to God, for they invited the Israelites to the sacrifices of their gods, and the Israelites ate food offered to idols and bowed down to Moab's gods. So Israel joined themselves in Baal of Peor in worship, to Baal of Peor in worship, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and the Lord said to Moses, Take all the leaders of the people who have committed sin with the Moabites and execute them in broad daylight before the Lord so that the, the fierce anger of the Lord may turn away from Israel. So Moses said to the judges of Israel, Each one of you must kill his men who have joined themselves to Baal of Peor in worship. Then one of the Israelites came and presented to his relatives a Midianite woman in the sight of Moses and the whole congregation of the Israelites while they were weeping over God's judgment at the doorway of the tent of meeting tabernacle. When Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron the priest, saw this, he left the congregation and took his spear in his hand, and he went after the men, the man of Israel, into a tent, the man of Israel into a tent, and pierced both of them through the body, the man of Israel and the woman. Then the plague on the Israelites stopped. Nevertheless, those Israelites who died in the plague numbered 24,000 the zeal of Phineas. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Phineas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest has turned my wrath away from the Israelites because he was jealous with my jealousy among them so that they did not destroy the Israelites in my jealousy, so that I did not destroy the Israelites in my jealousy. Therefore say, behold, I give to Phineas my covenant of peace and it shall be for him and his descendants after him a covenant of an everlasting priesthood because he was jealous in passion for the unique honor and respect owed to his God and made atonement for the sons of Israel. Now the name of the man of Israel who was killed with, with the Midianite woman was Zimiri, the son of Salu, the leader of, the fa of a father's household among the Simeonites. The name of the Midianite woman who was killed was Cosby, and the daughter of Zur, who was the tribal head of a father's household of, in Midian. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Provoke hostilities with the Midianites and attack them, for they harass you with their tricks, the tricks which they have deceived you in the matter of Baal of Peor, and in the midst, sorry, in the matter of Cosby, the daughter of the leader of the Midian of Midian, their sister who was killed on the day of the plague because of the Baal, because of the Baal of Peor. 
the census of a new generation. Then it happened after the plague that the Lord said to Moses and Eleazar, the son of Aaron the priest, Take a census of all the males in the congregation of the sons of Israel from twenty years old and upward by their father's households in all Israel who were able to go to war. So Moses and Eleazar the priest spoke with the people in the plains of Moab by the Jordan and at Jericho, saying, The census of the people shall be taken from twenty years old and upward, just as the Lord has commanded Moses. Now the Israelites who came out of the land of Egypt were Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, Jacob, the sons of Reuben, <coughs> of Hanok, and the family of the Hanok, Hanachites, of Palu, the family of the Paluites, of Hezron, the family of the Hezronites, of Carmi, the family of, Car of the Carmites, these are the families, clans of the Reubenites, and those who were numbered of them were 43,730. The son of Palu, Eliab, the sons of Eliab, Nemuel, and Dathan, and Abriam, uh, yeah, Abriam, uh, these are the these are the Dathan and the Abraham who were called by the congregation who contended against Moses and Aaron in the company of Korah, and they contended against the Lord, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up along with Korah. When that company died, when the fire devoured 250 men, so that they became a warning sign, but Korah's sons did not die because they did not participate in the rebellion, the sons of Simeon, according to their families of Nemuel, uh, the family of the Nemoites of Jamin, and the family of the Jamanites of, of Jachin, and the family of the Jachinites of Zerah, and the family of the Zerahites of Shaul, the family of the Shaulites. These are the families and clans of the Simeonites, 22,200. The sons of Gad, according to their families, of Zephon, the family of the Zephonites of Haggai, the family of the Haggites of Shuni, the son, the family of the Shunites, Shunites of Ozni, the family of the Ozniites of Eri, the family of the Ariites, of Arad, the family of the Aradites, and the Areli, Areli, the family of the Arelites, Areliites. These are the families, clans of the sons of Gad, according to those who were numbered, 40,500. The sons of Judah were Er and Onan, and Er and Onan were judged by God and died in the land of Canaan. The sons of Judah, according to their families of Shelah, the family of the Shelanites, of Perez, the family of the Perizzites, of Zerah, the family of the Zerahites, of the sons of Perez, of Haran, the family of the Hezronites, and Ham, of Hamul, and the family of the Hamulites. These are the clans of Judah, according to those who were numbered, 76,500. The sons of Issachar, according to their families, of Tola, the family of the Tolaites, and Puva, the family of the Punites, and Jashub, the family of the Jashubites, and Shimron, the family of the Shimonites. These are the families, clans of Issachar, according to those who were numbered 64,300. The sons of Zebulun, according to their families of Sered, the family of the Seredites, of Elam, and the family of the Elanites, and Jalil, the family of the Jalilites. And these are the families and clans of the Zebulunites, according to their, those who were numbered 60,500. The sons of Joseph, according to their families, were Manasseh and Ephraim. The sons of Manasseh, of Mahir, the family of the Machirites. And the Mahir was the father of Gilead, and of Gilead, the Gileadites. These are the sons of Gilead of Lezer, the family of the Lezerites, and of Helek, and the family of Helekites, of the uh, Asriel, the family of the Asrielites, of Shechem, and the family of the Shechemites, of Shemida, the family of the Shemidaites, <laughs> and the family of Hefer, the family of the Heferites, Zelophehad, the son of Zephyr, and this had no sons, but only daughters, and the names of the Zelophehadites, Zelophehad's daughters were Malah, 
Noah, Hogla, Milka, and Tizra. These are the families, clans of Manasseh, and those who were numbered of them were 52,700. These are the sons of Ephraim, according to their families of Sheshula, the family of the Sheshulahites, of Becher, the family of the Becherites, of Tehran, the family of the Tahanites, Tahana, the Tahanites. And these are the sons of Seth, Shethalah, the of Aram, the family of the Aramites. These are the families of the clans of Ephraim, the sons of Ephraim, according to those who were numbered were 32,500. These are the descendants of Joseph, according to their families' clans. The sons of Benjamin, according to their families, of Bela, the family of the Belaites, of Ashbel, the family of the Ashbelites, and Ahiram, the family of the Ahiramites, and Z uh, Shephufam, Shephufam, the family of the Shephumites, of the of Hufam, the family of the Hufamites. The sons of Bela were Ard and Naaman, of Ard, the family of the Ardites, and Naam, Naaman, sorry, the family of the Naamites. These are the sons of Benjamin, according to their families' clans. Those who were numbered were 45,600. These are the sons of Dan, according to their families. Shehu, uh, Shuham, the sons of the Shuhamites. These are the families of Dan, according to their families. All the families' clans of the Shuhamites, according to those who were numbered, are 64,400. Excuse me, the sons of Asher, according to their families, of In Asam, Imna, the family of the Imnites, and Ishvi, the family of the Ishvites, of Beriah, the family of the Berites of the sons of Beria, of Heber, the family of the Heberites, and Malkiel, this, the family of the Malkielites. These are the, and the name of the daughter of Asher was Sirah. These are the families and clans of the sons of Asher, according to who, those who were numbered, 53,400. The sons of Naphtali, according to their families of Jazeel, the family of Jazeelites, of Guni, the family of the Gunites, of Jezer, the family of the Jezerites, and Shilem, the family of the Shilamites, these are the families and clans of Naphtali, according to their families, and those who were numbered of them were 45,400. This is the total number of the male Israelites, 601,730, 20-year-olds and upward who were able to go to war. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Among those, these, the land shall be divided as an inheritance according to the number of names. To the large tribe you shall give the larger inheritance, and to the smaller tribe the smaller inheritance. Each tribe shall be given its inheritance according to its numbers, but the land shall be divided by lot. They shall receive their inheritance according to the names of the tribes of their fathers, tribal ancestors, according to the location selected by lot. Their inheritance shall be divided between the larger and the smaller groups. These are those who are numbered of the Levites according to their families of Gershon, the family of the Gershonites, and Kohath, the family of the Kohathites, of, of Merari, the family of the Marar, Merarites, Merarites. These are the families of Levi, the family of the Libnites, Libnites. Oh, the Libnites, sorry, the family of the Hebronites, the family of the Malites, uh, the family of the Mushites. The poor connection reconnecting here on Instagram. Uh, uh, Mushites, the family of the Korahites, the Kohath was the father of Amram. Amram. The name of the Amram's wife was Jochebed, and the daughter of Levi, who was born to Levi in Egypt. <coughs> and Amram, she bore Aaron, Moses, Miriam, their sister. To Aaron were born Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. But Nadab and Abihu died in the presence of God when they offered in their ceremonial censers strange, unholy, unacceptable, unauthorized fire before the Lord. 
those numbered of the Levites were 23,000, every male from a month and old and upward, for they were not numbered among the sons of Israel, since no inheritance of land was given to them among the Israelites. These are those numbered of Moses and Eleazar the priest who numbered who numbered the sons of Israel for the second time in the plains of Moab by the Jordan River at Jericho. But among these were not a man left, whose those numbered, <clears throat> but Moses and Aaron, the priests who numbered the sons of Israel for the first time in the wilderness of Sinai. For the Lord had said of them, They shall certainly die in the wilderness. And not a man was left of them except Caleb, the son of Je Jephunneh, and Joshua, the son, son of Nun. Numbers 27, the law of inheritance. Then the five daughters of Zelophedah, uh, Fehad, the son of, of Hefer, the son of Gilead, the son of Mechir, the son of Manasseh, of the tribes of Manasseh, who was the son of Joseph, approached with a request. These are the names of the daughters of Mala, Noah, Hogla, Milka, and Tizra. They stood before Moses, Eleazar the priest, the leaders, and all the congregation of the doorway of the tent of meeting, tabernacle, saying, Our father died in the wilderness. He was not among those who assembled together against the Lord in the company of Korah, but he died for his own sin, as did all those who rebelled at Kadesh, and he had no sons. Why should the name of our father be removed from his family? Because he had no sons. Give us a possession, a land among our father's brothers. So Moses brought their case before the Lord. Then the Lord said to Moses, The request of the daughters of Zelophehad is justified. You shall certainly give them a possession as an inheritance among their father's brothers, and you shall transfer their father's inheritance to them. Further, you shall say to the Israelites, If a man dies and has no son, you shall transfer his inheritance to his daughter. If a man has no daughter, then you give his inheritance to his brothers. If a man has no brothers, then you shall give his inheritance to his father's brothers. If his father has no brothers, then you shall give his inheritance to his nearest relative in his own family, and he shall take possession of it. He shall be, It shall be a statute and an ordinance to the Israelites, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go up to this mountain, Nebo, in the, in the Abarim range, and look at the land I have given to the sons of Israel. When you have seen it, you too will be gathered to your people in death, just as Aaron your brother was gathered, because in the wilderness of Zin, you, during the strife of the congregation, you rebelled against my command to treat me as holy by following my instruction before their eyes at the water. These are the waters of Meribah, Meribah in Kadesh, in the wilderness of Zin. Joshua to succeed Moses. Then Moses spoke to the Lord, saying, Let the Lord, the God of the spirits of all flesh, appoint a man over the congregation who will go out and come in before them and will lead them out and bring them in so that the congregation of the Lord will not be a sheep without a shepherd. The Lord said to Moses, Take Joshua, the son of Nun, a man in whom the Spirit, will, <coughs> whom is the Spirit, and lay your hand on him and have him stand before Eleazar the priest and before the whole congregation and give him a commission in their sight. You shall put some of your authority and honor on him so that the congregation of the Israelites will obey him. He shall stand before Eleazar the priest who, who shall inquire before the Lord of him by the judgment decision of Urim. And Joshua commanded the people, at Joshua's command, the people shall go out and at his command they shall come in. And he and all the congregation of Israel with him, Moses did as the Lord commanded him. He took Joshua and had him stand before Eleazar the priest and the whole congregation. And Moses laid his hands on Joshua and commissioned him just as the Lord committed through Moses. The laws of offering. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Command the Israelites and say to them, You shall be careful to present at its appointed time during the year my offering, my food for my offerings, 
by fire, a sweet and soothing aroma to me. You shall say to the people, this is the offering by fire which the Lord present, which you shall present to the Lord every day. Two male lambs, one year old without blemish, as a continual burnt offering. You shall offer one lamb in the morning and one offer one lamb at twilight. Also a tenth of the ephah of finely milled flour, as a grain offering mixed with a fourth of a hin of pressed oil. It is a continual burnt offering which was ordained on Mount Sinai as a sweet and soothing aroma and offering by fire to the Lord. His drink offering shall be a fourth of a hin of each lamb. In the holy place you shall pour out a, a strong drink offering to the Lord, and the other lamb you shall offer at twilight. As the grain offering of the morning and as the drink offering, you shall offer it, an offering of fire, a sweet and soothing aroma to the Lord. Then on the Sabbath day, two male lambs, one year old without blemish, two tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering and its drink offering. This is the burnt offering of every Sabbath in addition to the continual burnt offering and its drink offering. Then at the beginning of each of your months, you shall present a burnt offering of the Lord, two bulls, one ram, seven male lamb, one lambs one year old without blemish, and three tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering. For each bull, two tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering for one for the one ram, and a tenth of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering for each lamb, as a burnt offering of sweet and a sweet and soothing aroma, and offering by fire to the Lord. Their drink offering shall be a half a hen of wine for a bull, and a third of a hen for a ram, a fourth of a hen for a lamb. This is the burnt offering of each month throughout the months of the year, one male goat as a sin offering to the Lord. It shall be offered when it's a drink offering. Is it in addition to the continual burnt offering, the Lord's Passover shall be on the 14th day of each month of each year. There shall be a feast on the 15th day of this month. Unleavened bread shall be eaten for seven days, and on the first day there shall be a holy summoned assembly. You shall do no laborious work that day, but you shall present an offering of by fire, a burnt offering to the Lord, two bulls, one ram, and seven male lambs of one year without blemish. For their grain offering you shall offer five minutes flour with oil, three tenths of an ephah for the bull, two tenths for the ram. You shall offer a tenth of an ephah for each of the seven male lambs, and one male goat as a sin offering to make atonement for you. You shall present these in addition to the burnt offering in the morning, which is for continual burnt offering. In this way you shall present daily the seven days for the food the food offering by fire and the sweet soothing aroma to the Lord, and it shall be presented with its drink offering in addition to the continual burnt offering. On the seventh day you shall have a holy summit assembly. You shall do no laborious work. Also on the day of the first fruits you shall offer a new great offering to the Lord at your feast of weeks, and you shall have a holy summit assembly. You shall not do you shall do no laborious work. You shall present the burnt offering as a sweet and soothing aroma to the Lord. Two young bulls, one ram, seven male lambs, one year old, and their grain offering of fine mixed flour with oil. Three tenths of an ephah for each bull, two tenths for the one ram, and a tenth for each of the male lambs, and one male goat to make atonement for you. In addition to the continual burnt offering and his grain offering, you shall present them with their drink offerings, and they shall be without blemish. Numbers 29, offerings of the seventh month. On the first day of the seventh month, you shall have a holy summoned assembly. You shall do no laborious work. It will be for you a day of blowing the trumpets, the shofar, ram's horn. You shall offer a burnt offering of sweet, as a sweet and soothing aroma to the Lord. One bull, one ram, seven male lambs, one year old without blemish. Also their grain offering, fine flour mixed with oil, three tenths of an ephah. 
for the bull, two tenths for the ram, one tenth of ephah for each of the seven lambs, and one male goat as a sin offering to make atonement for you. These are in addition to the burnt offering of the new moon with its grain offering, and the continual burnt offering in its, and its grain offering and their drink offerings according to the ordinance for them as a sweet and soothing aroma and offering by fire to the Lord. Then one tenth of the, then on the tenth day of this seven month, you shall have a holy seventh assembly on the, for the day of atonement. You shall humble yourselves. You shall do no, not do any work. You shall present a burnt offering to the Lord as a sweet and soothing aroma, one bull, one ram, seven melons, one year old, which are without blemish, and their grain offering, five flowers with oil, three tenths of an ephah for the bull, two tenths of an ephah, two tenths for the one ram, and ten and a tenth of an ephah for each of the seven lambs. One male goat is a sin offering, in addition to the sin offering of the atonement, and the continual burnt offering, and its grain offering, and their drink offerings. Then on the fifteenth day of the seventh month, you shall have a holy summit assembly. You shall do noble laborious work. You shall observe the feast of booths to the Lord for the seven days. You shall present your burnt, a burnt offering, uh, an offering by fire, a sweet and soothing aroma to the Lord. Thirteen bulls, my goodness, two rams, fourteen male lambs, one year old, which are without blemish, and their grain offering, fine flour mixed with oil, three-tenths of an ephah for each of the thirteen bulls, two-tenths for each of the two rams, and a tenth of an ephah for each of the fourteen lambs. Also one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the continual burnt offering, its grain offering and its drink offering. Then on the second day of the Feast of Booths, twelve bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs, one year, one year old without blemish, with their grain offering and their drink offerings for the bulls, the rams and the lambs, by the number according to the ordinance. Also one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the continual burnt offering, its grain offering and their drink offerings. Then on the third day of the Feast of Booths, eleven bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs with one year without blemish, with their grain offering and drink offerings for the bulls, the rams, the lambs, and the number according to their ordinance. And one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the continual burnt offering, its grain offering and its drink offering. Then one, then on the fourth day of the Feast of Booths, Ten bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs, one year old without blemish, their grain offering and their drink offerings for the bulls and the rams and the lambs by their uh, by their number according to the ordinance, and one male goat as a sin offering besides the continual burnt offering, its grain offering and its drink offering. Then on the fifteenth day of the feast of booths, nine bulls, two rams, fourteen lambs, male lambs, one year old without blemish, and their grain offering and drink offering for the bulls, the rams and the lambs by their number according to the ordinance. And one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the continual burnt offering and its grain offering and its drink offering. And then on the sixth day of the Feast of Booths, eight bulls, two rams, and fourteen male lambs, one year old without blemish, and their grain offering and their drink offerings for the bulls, <coughs> the rams, and the lambs by their number according to the ordinance. Uh, and one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the continual burnt offering and its grain offering and its drink offerings. Then on the seventh day, the Feast of Booths, seven bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs, one year old without blemish, and their grain offering and drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and the lambs, by their number according to the ordinance, by one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the continual burnt offering and its grain offering and its drink offerings. On the, on the eighth day, you shall have a solemn assembly to mark the end of the feast. You shall do no laborious work. You shall present a burnt offering and offerings by fire as a sweet and soothing aroma to the Lord. One bull, one ram, seven male lambs, one year old without blemish, their grain offering and drink offerings for the bull. For the, uh, the ram and the lambs by their number according to the ordinance, and one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the continual burnt offering, and its grain offering and its drink offering, you shall present these to the Lord 
at your appointed times, in addition to the offerings you have vowed, and your free will offerings, as your burnt as your burnt offerings, grain offerings, drink offerings, and your peace offerings. So Moses spoke to the Israelites in accordance with everything that the Lord had commanded him. <clears throat> then Moses spoke to the leaders of the tribes of Israel of the Israelites. This is the thing which the Lord has commanded. If a man makes a vow to the Lord or swears an oath to bind himself with a pledge of abstinence, he shall not break, violate, profane his word. He shall do no, he shall do according to all that proceeds out of his mouth. Also, if a woman makes a vow to the Lord and binds herself by a pledge of abstinence while living in her father's house in her youth, and her father hears her vow and her pledge by which she has bound herself, and he offers no objection that her vow shall stand. And every pledge by which she has bound herself shall stand. But if her father disapproves of her making her vow, on the day that he hears about it, none of her vows or her pledges by which she has bound herself shall stand. And the Lord will forgive her because her father has dis disapproved of her making the vow. But if she marries while under her, under her vows, or if she has bound herself by a rash statement, and her husband hears of it and says nothing about it on the day he hears it, then her vow shall stand, and her pledge by which she bound herself shall stand. But if her husband disapproves of her making her vow or pledge on the day that she that he hears of it, then he shall he shall annul her vow, which is under and the rash statement of her lips by which she bound herself, and the Lord will forgive her. But the vow of a widow or of a divorced woman, every everything which she has bound herself shall stand against her. However, if she vowed in her husband's house or bound herself by a pledge with an oath, excuse me, and her husband heard it, but said nothing to her, and did not disapprove of her making the vow, then all her vows and every pledge by which she bound herself shall stand. But if her husband absolutely annuls them on the day he heard them, then whatever proceeds from her lips concerning her vows or concerning her pledge shall not stand, and her husband has annulled them, and the Lord will forgive her every vow and every binding oath to humble herself, her husband may confirm it, or her husband may annul it, but if her husband says nothing to her concerning the matter from day to day, then he confirms all her vows and all her, or all her pledges which, is, which are on her. He has confirmed them because he said nothing to her on the day he heard them, but if he, um, if he uh, indeed nullifies them after he hears them, then he shall be responsible for and bear her guilt for breaking her promise. These are the statutes which the Lord commanded Moses between a man and his wife, between a father and his daughter, while she is in her youth in her father's house. Last chapter, the slaughter of Midian. Therefore, the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take vengeance for the Israelites on the Midianites. Afterward, you will be gathered to your people in death. Moses spoke to the people, saying, Arm men from among you for war, so that you may go, go against Midian to execute the Lord's vengeance on Midian for seducing Israel to participate in idolatry. A thousand fighting men from each tribe of all the tribes of Israel you shall send to the war. So out of the thousands of Israel, of Israel, a thousand from each tribe were selected. Twelve thousand armed for war. Moses sent them a thousand from each tribe to war. And Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the priest, to war with them and the sacred vessels of the sanctuary, and the trumpets to blow in the, uh, the alarm of his hand, in his hand, sorry. They made war against Midian, just as the Lord had commanded Moses, and they killed every male. They killed every, the kings of Midian, along with the rest of their slain, Evi and Rechem and Zur, the father of Cosby, 
and Hur and Reba, the five kings of Midian, also Balaam, the son of Beor, they killed with the sword. The sons of Israel captured the women of Midian and their children and all their cattle and all their livestock and all their property. They took as spoil for war. They burned all the cities where they lived, all their encampments with fire. They took all the plunder of all the spoils of war, both people and livestock, and they brought the captives, the spoils, and the plunder to Moses and Eleazar the priests of the congregation of the Israelites at the camp of the plains of Moab by the Jordan River across from Jericho. Moses and Eleazar the priests and all the leaders of the congregation went out to meet them outside the camp. But Moses was angry with the officers of the army, the commanders of the thousands of hundreds, of thousands and of hundreds who served in the war. And Moses said to them, You have let all the women live? Look. These are the women who caused the Israelites by the counsel of Balaam to trespass against the Lord in the Lord in the matter of Peor, and so a plague came upon the congregation of the Lord. Now therefore kill every male among their children, and kill every woman who is not a virgin, but all the young girls who have not known a man intimately. Keep alive for yourselves to marry. Camp outside the camp for seven days. Whoever has killed any person and whoever has touched any deadly body, purify yourselves and your captives on the seventh. On the third day and on the seventh day, you shall purify every garment and every article made of leather and all the things made of goat's hair and every article made of wood. Then Eleazar the priest said to the men of war who had gone to battle, This is the statue of the law which the Lord has commanded Moses, only the gold and silver, bronze, the iron and the tin and the lead, everything can stand fire. You shall pass through the fire and it shall be clean. Nevertheless, it, sh it shall also... It, also, it shall also be purified with water of purification to remove its impurity. And all that cannot stand fire, such as fabrics, you shall pass through water, and you shall wash your clothes on the seventh day and be clean, and afterwards you may come into the camp. Division of the spoils of war. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, You and Eleazar the priest and the leaders of the fathers of the households of the congregation are to take a count of the spoil of war that was captured, both people and livestock. Divide the spoil into two equal parts between those who were involved in the war, that is, those who went out to battle, and all the, of the rest of the congregation. Levy a tax for the Lord from the warriors who went to battle, one in five hundred of the persons, the oxen, the donkeys, and the flocks. Take this tribute from the warrior's half and give it to Eleazar the priest as an offering to the Lord from the Israelites. <clears throat> half of the spoil you shall take uh, one out of every fifth, fifty of every fifty of the persons, the oxen, donkeys, and flocks, and all the livestock, and give them to the Levites who are in charge of the tabernacle of the Lord. Moses and Eleazar the priest did just as the Lord had commanded Moses, and the the plunder that remained from the spoil of the war, which the war, warriors had taken, was six hundred. Oh my gosh, six hundred and seventy-five thousand sheep, seventy-two thousand cattle, <clears throat> sixty-one thousand donkeys, and thirty-two prisons persons in all of the Midianite women who were virgins. Wow. And the half share of the portion of those who went to war was 337,500 sheep in number. And the Lord's levy tax of the sheep was 675. The cattle were 63,000 from which the Lord levy was 72. The donkeys were 30,500 from which the Lord's levy was 61. The persons were 16,000 from whom the Lord's levy was 32 persons. Moses gave the levy which the Lord's offering to Eleazar the priest, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. <clears throat> as for the Israelites, half which Moses separated from that of the warriors, now the congregation's half was 337,500 sheep, 63,000 cattle, 30,500 donkeys, 16,000 people. From the Israelites' half, Moses took out of every fifth both 
of the persons and animals and gave them to the Levites who were in charge of the tabernacle of the Lord, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Then the officers who were over the thousands of the army, the commanders of the thousands of hundreds, approached Moses and said to him, You, your servants, have counted the warriors under our command, and not one man of us missing. So we have brought us as an offering to the Lord each what each man obtained, articles of gold, armlets, bracelets, signets, rings, earrings, necklaces, to make atonement for ourselves before the Lord. Moses and Eliezer the priest took the gold from them, all the handmade articles, all the gold of the offering which they presented to the Lord from the commanders of the thousands of hundreds of sixteen, was sixteen thousand seven hundred and fifty shekels. For the men of war had taken plunder of every, uh, every man for himself. So Moses and Eliezer the priest received the gold from the commanders of thousands of hundreds, and brought it into the tent of meeting tabernacle as a memorial of the son for the sons of Israel before the Lord. Well, praise the Lord. Woo, we got through a lot of chapters today. I am so glad that you all joined us. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We ask that it, I pray that it would just go deep into our spirits. Even though it was a lot of names and numbers and facts, Lord, I pray that sometimes you speak through the smallest and most, most seemingly insignificant things. Be with everyone today. Bless them. Cover them. Lord, anoint them. Lord, I pray that everyone they come in contact, Lord, would feel the presence of the Lord on their life. Lord, let them pray for someone today. Let, their, let them witness to someone today. Lord, let them share their testimony today. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. In your mighty and precious name, amen. Well, we will see you tomorrow right here at 625 for communion and 630 for the full 180 with Pastor Jay. Love you guys.